we're, we're hanging out at a, at a friend's house, and I look at, at my, my DoorDash app, and the food is getting delivered to uh, to my house, which is about two miles away. No. Um, Party foul. So, you know, I, I look at this, and I go, oh, no, but I think, oh, no big deal. <laughs> Still going to have Taco no Bell big deal. when get home. Because ta- Taco Bell, if you look at Taco Bell and then my house that it was being delivered to, the house we were at, directly in the yeah. middle. It's yeah. right. It's closer. It really makes sense. It works. Mm. So, no problem. So call the the dasher because he's there. You know the guy delivering the food. He's at Taco Bell, and I say, hey, uh, you know news news flash guy, we're going to the wrong spot. Come over here. Here's the new address. And he's like, okay, just put it into the app. No problem. They have this whole system. Couple minutes go by. Get I get a phone call from. Uh, DoorDash headquarters, which where in the world can this be? Nobody knows. I'm picturing like a guy in a trench coat and a fedora and yeah. sunglasses somewhere, like a, now, a phone you, booth. He's, he's, let's just say he's not the only person on the phone in the building he's at. His na- he had a name. He had a very common name. I'm forgetting it right now. And it's good. Bill. Luck, lucky for him. Uh, Gerald. We'll call him Gerald. That was his name. That was, yeah, but in the it's it's not his real name people don't go harassing gerald's oh even if it's definitely not his real name so yeah. uh so i'm talking to gerald i'm like hey man like this probably happens all the time you know you get a lot of goofballs ordering food this this, and that just want to do the old switcheroo bring it to this house surprise it's actually closer like well, let's have a good laugh about this uh, this is great and he goes uh i have this problem um that this address is out of range uh, the system says it's out of range. We cannot deliver this food to you. Uh, here are your options. You can either cancel the order or have it delivered to the original address. That address being miles away from where we are. Right much now. further than much, where, much that's, further. that's weird. That's um, weirdo. So I, you know, so I'm, I'm like, Hey, listen, man, we all have jobs to do and I respect you and your job. But my job right now is to feed the people. <laughs> and do you have access to maps? Do you have a map uh, handy? Does the system oh, include boy. any sort of thing? Let's just talk this out. I don't know where you're living right now, but I could tell you, uh, because I'm local to the entire food situation, we're actually cutting you a deal. The mm. delivery fee would be less. Come on, come on down to this, this closer spot. You, no keep, problem. you keep the mileage. You keep, yeah, exactly. I give you a good review. You fucking feed me up, dude, and then we're all good. Tell your boy, come over, it's safe. We play, we play this, this ping pong, maybe even like a battleship of calling out numbers, him calling the same number out. You're out of the, you're out of the area. It's in the system. And me trying to be like, all right, well, where's your fucking destroyer at? How can I, how can we break through this, 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 uh, this stalemate? Things get heated. I'm trying to be respectful. I'm apologizing for my Kurt language while using Kurt language. Uh, and I tell him to go fuck himself. He has no idea what he's doing. Uh, geography should be first on his list of where he's going, mm. especially calling the Long Island uh, person that you are. <clears throat> Please help. Hang up the phone on him. Use the application that is really losing. Uh, it's like losing with me right now. Call the dasher. Call the delivery guy again. Call him. No answer. Calling him. No answer. Now it's like he's my. Now he's my. He's my ex girlfriend doing something sketchy. And I'm calling. I'm bashing this. I'm. I'm being like, take me back, dude. Don't deny me. Hey, uh, you know what I mean? It's 2022. That's creepy. I'm don't creeping do that. Don't all do that. Don't, don't listeners, don't do that. Okay. I am 
I am digitally stalking him. Don't do that at home. All Lope is, ho- all Lope is host at this point. <laughs> Next thing to know, my phone rings. It's the Dasher. Mm. Let's call him Jamie. Jamie. What's his, his name? It's close. Cl- J- uh, let's call him Jay. Big J. Calls me. He says, hey, I'm so sorry you were trying to call me, and I was on the phone with Gerald. He was telling me, don't pick up the phone. Don't answer his phone. You're out of the system. You're out of the area. And he's like, I look and see where you are. You're actually closer to me than, than the other place I was going to. I'll just bring the food to you. I go, Jay, you're a savior. That's all I ever wanted to hear. You're like, this is, you're the best. Thank you so much. Great applause. We all love him. The food comes amazing. So before eating, I called DoorDash headquarters now. And I talked to a sweet old lady. And I was like, are you the boss? And she said, yes. Geraldine. And I was like, do you know Gerald? And she's like, yeah, I know him. And I was like, fire him. I was like, get rid of him right now. I was like, I am canceling Gerald on this, on this telephone call. And she said, that's, that's very nice of you. Thank you for your business. Um, but you can't, uh, wow. you can't do that. Wow. So long story long. Yeah. Uh, that This <laughs> is the Heavy Hole Podcast. I'm Big Will, and that's why you just drive drunk to Taco Bell. I'm sorry I said it. Okay? A disclaimer, don't try that at home. It's just a joke. Yeah, sir. I know. I know. This didn't sound like a real problem, but God, I got a real problem. I'm trying to. I'm trying to power through this intro. Who are you guys? What's going on, I'm Justin? Heavy old podcast. Oh, um, nice. We're fresh in the summer. Yeah, that's a summery shirt. I like Story that. Yeah. All the pastels are represented well. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, all I'm right. Tom. I watched that happen live. Uh, <laughs> it, honestly, Justin, I appreciate you telling everyone who's listening. Yeah, but you kind of had to be there. Yeah, the you way had, you were talking with these people, you yeah. were on like a perfect drunk in which you were able to stay very concise yeah. and demean people for the stupid things that they were saying. It was very fun. And what I mean is Gerald. So. Yeah, dude, I could. You're right, Will. I could have talked myself out of the ticket if I got pulled over drunk going to talk about. I could totally like that yeah. was the state right now. Well, I could have totally just scooted. I could have. I could have. <laughs> I could have. I could have, I could have juked out of that, we that Dewey right hold there. Hold up. So we were at uh, my bachelor barbecue extravaganza. Yeah, I was there. For several hours, I left yeah. before this occurred. I was social. Shout yeah. to everybody I socialized with. You made it outside of my house. It was amazing. It was yeah, great time. Um, I made the playlists, and I don't think they went over well for some people who uh, were there. But it's my day. I know that's the first time I was ever drinking beers at a party, and Natron came on in the background, and I was like, "That's my fucking jam right there." Just like that. You know what? It's just a. Uh, I have to take these opportunities when there's parties thrown in my name to play the things that I play Yeah, like, by my lonesomes. Like a 16-year-old girl at a wedding when the Black Eyed Peas come on. The, you know, or what's that? We're yeah. going to have a good night tonight. Yeah, that's the Mazel Tov song. When I heard Natron in the background at the party, I just, I sipped my Freedom Wiser, and I just, that was, <laughs> it's a beautiful moment in my life. I've, I'll never forget that. Thank you, Natron. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Thanks for putting that together, Justin. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you had a half a hand in it. Mm. I think it went well. You had a half a hand Good. in them sandwiches. They turned out all right, too. I didn't order any Taco Bell because I had smoked too many cigarettes and cigars. Oh, and my, the, I, my esophagus felt like a tree, and the idea of putting like a spicy Mexican treat down there just wasn't flying. I, 
I don't know where we're going with all that. But <laughs> I lost so many as, friends that night. As you can tell, Tom and Justin have been preoccupied <laughs> with life's many hazards and stresses. This is the Heavy Hole Podcast. I've been stressed out myself. I'm about to go in uh, with love, with loving care, uh, busting balls with friendship. Uh, we we are doing an episode today. We're catching up with everybody. Uh, we have some voicemails. We have some questions and comments we're going to address. I have a couple of things I want to talk about, but um, we're always respectful. We try to be respectful of people's time. We do. We really do. It's yeah. a main goal. It's on the stickers, guys. Yeah. We mm. since the beginning, I've said that I got my karma for not being respectful of the band Rotting Kingdom's time. If you listen to their their interview, I owned it right up top. I had to cancel on those guys. I had a couple of flay. I, I that was all fucked up. That, that was week. rough, Will. Was it, rough. I owned it like a man. Now I got the the karmic kickback. I got and shout to these. They're going to end up on the show. We're gonna we're gonna schedule it. It's gonna go great. I love these people. There were entities, artists, perhaps. I don't know what they do behind the scene. We're not gonna give names, but I just want to. I want to take you guys through. Like I don't. Maybe people. Maybe when I tell people I do a like look look. Not everyone listens to the Heavy Hole podcast. All right. Not you know not everyone I know like so. It's not people don't really know. What goes on? Sometimes you invite someone, they think they're just going to smoke a bowl and talk to Big Will about like Bigfoot for a half hour, like it's my version of the Joe Rogan thing or something. Kinda I don't you know. I'm so quiet on the show sometimes. Yeah, like I, like he's doing the research. I, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but you know, we do like research. I you know, I I go on YouTube. I look for interviews. We do metal, metal, metal archives. We discog. We look you up, man. If you come on this show, it's like the CIA. All right. Got a notebook and everything. I booked two weeks in advance. We set the time. We set the day. An hour before that, I usually text or message someone to confirm. And you, you know what? This is like probably the lamest thing I heard back. Already a notebook. Here, here's the here's the page I was looking at. Right, I got my notebook right here. I had spent about an hour and a half taking these notes and listening to music associated with this person. And I I messaged them, and you know what they responded back? You ready to do the interview an hour? You know you know what they respond back? Sorry, man. I'm about to go to dinner. Yeah, <laughs> that dude. was frustrating. Yeah, but yo, I'm constantly at dinner. Ain't no excuse. Ain't no excuse. Life is dinner to me. <laughs> yes. Life is one big dinner. All right, with breaks to do interviews. All right, and then uh, twice since it's it's uh, we've had to reschedule. And then there was another big shout to Dave Gladding, another member of the Heavy Hole Podcast team. Uh, we got some exciting things we're working on with Dave uh, coming up in the future. The band Grony Bard. From France, uh, are they are they too fun for Big Will? What do you think? We're gonna have some classic heavy hole <laughs> podcast action coming up with me and Dave Gladding. Shout out to him. Um, but where I'm going with all this is him and I. You know, he's got he's got kids, he's got a job. I got my thing. You know, we we schedule it and, and everything on Heavy Hole Podcast. You hear the intros, the outros. It's all scheduled. So I book somebody. And then we do the little intro and outro with Dave when I can. We, you know, I got this person coming up. Okay, so we'll record the intro for that episode. And this person hits me up. Hey, can I throw my two or three buddies in on the Zoom call and we'll get everybody in on the interview? And I'm like, I already, I already recorded the intro and the outro. It's gonna sound weird now, you know. I don't. And then you know, the day of the interview, it's like, hey man, I gotta, you know, I gotta cancel. Could it just be my buddies? They're gonna do the, they're gonna do that. It's, it's just weird, man. You know. So I, I ended up with no interview. Two weeks of bookings. I booked probably about four interviews overall with these two people, and we don't have we don't have an episode at all. 
at right now. So we're, we're running off the top of our head. But shout out to DoorDash. Shout out yeah. to Geraldine. Yeah, shout out, to, shout out to all the dashes out there doing the hard work. They have a be- better the, business model than Heavy Hole Podcast. And the man being stepping on their neck. Don't, <laughs> be, a, don't be a Gerald out there. Well, here's the you. thing, like, not to, to call out these people, but you're essentially in entertainment when you are, when it's your job to be in these bands and to run these events. And when you don't show up to a booking, you're not doing your job. You're here to promote, and that's that's rough for you, man. I don't know how you get by not doing your job. Well, but- when, when people cancel, I just see this, like, parade of ghosts of all the other people that are trying to come on the show. And I'm not saying, dude, trust me, George, George Fisher isn't beating down the door, all right? It's not like I'm on that level. But you guys know that there's plenty of people that I want to get on this show. I always talk about it. We only can do so many interviews a month, so when somebody, oh, just... All right, but uh, enough. I'm not going to go there tonight. I'm drinking this beautiful Open Gate Brewery. Will, did you and ever it's think? Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, it's a Baltimore Blonde. This mm. is a beautiful beer I'm drinking right now. Shout out to um, Hassan. I'm drinking this for Hassan. Happy belated birthday, I'm sorry. Son. I'm sorry to interrupt. But did yeah. you ever think? Interject. Go, go for it. How good that dinner probably was? It was probably like, it was probably a deal going on. Half apps. I'm him saying he went to Applebee's, and Applebee's is really killing it lately. Why they've wasn't really, I invited? They've really stepped up their game. Why That's wasn't even I invited? Question, actually. Why? Yeah. Hey, hey, we booked this interview two weeks in advance. You're going to dinner. Can I come? Can I come? You have can a mobile rig. We have yeah. a mobile rig. You can meet at any Applebee's. Yeah, I, within I'll, fifty miles. I'll and pay. Then, I, you know, I'll pay for my own uh, uh, on, onion rings. All right. And then, yeah, forget I'm, about it. What's up, man? I'm on my way to Applebee's. Uh, you mind if me and my boys jump in on this Applebee's as well? Yeah, I'm bringing Tom we're, and Justin. You know what I mean? Uh, we're, you know, they're they're coming. Oh, wait a minute, I can't make it. It's just going to be Tom and Justin. No interview. Just wings all day. You got to stay there. It's gonna be like it's gonna turn into that YouTube show where they eat the hot wings, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, we are going to rip that off in some capacity. I have procured ten death metal flavored hot sauces. Flavored? I, I said flavored. I meant it. Not themed. Have you really? Yes, I have them. I have a we, few behind you. That's like the only probably situation where I will try hot sauce because. I don't do that type of shit normally. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, but if actually, it's for the have... podcast and it's metal-related, I'll take that toll. Let me dig them up. You guys keep talking. All right. Well, listen. We got a couple other things besides the besides food and, and uh, guests canceling. We got a lot of listener voicemails that are backed up in the spirit of this catching up episode. Um, I got some things going on in the scene I want to talk about in terms of sh- upcoming shows, uh, some reissues and releases that are out now and bands and things like that. Um, and, uh, what, what else, Justin and anything else? Well, we, we got three of them right here. All right. So we got, yeah, Tom's going to grab the hot sauces. We might've mentioned these on a, <clears throat> on a bonus or something like that on a Patreon, uh, exclusive at one point, I think when Tom and I were just bullshitting, but he's procured some more and, uh, I just, oh, they're still boxed up. Yeah, I don't, I don't Lovely. know my boxes. Lovely. This is, all, mean, this is an unboxing. What are we doing well. here? Should we do like a whole episode where we. <clears throat> We could do it tonight if you're I mean, ready I, for should it. Should I go down to Stop and Shop and get, like, some, some wings or something? I'll that, do it. You know? Oh, uh, my God. I'm not ready. All right. We'll, we'll do no, this we another time. We have to plan on this. Uh, all right. Yeah, I need, but, to, I need like, a, I need a day to flush. Yeah. To lay. I got to lay a nice, healthy bed of coleslaw down. I've been going to a lot of black tie events recently, and that's uh-huh. you don't want to do that. 
You don't want to, yeah. You never want to flush at a black tie. You always no. leave it. You want right. you want to show class. Well, listen. Then this will be a promo for our upcoming hot sauce episode, in which we destroy. We're gonna have to do this the day where I don't have to go to work the next day. I'm, I'm pushing it. Oh, 100 percent. But up, we got Deicide's Devil's Dick Hot Sauce Habanero Hot Sauce. It burns when you put it in your mouth. Yeah, dude. Guess what I'm sucking. <laughs> motherfucker. 100 uh, percent. Shout out to Tony Forrester, someone we should get on the show eventually if he's interested. Uh, Tony Forrester of. Um, Iron Reagan and Municipal Waste. Yeah, I mean, uh, spoiler, they're in the pipeline. I, I've been talking to them already. Yeah, Tony uh, Forrest is Liquid Arson Hot Sauce. Yeah. Oh, my God, this um, one. <laughs> and Red Fang Night Destroyer Hot Sauce. Plus, Tom's got like a whole gaggle of other ones that you're going to have to tune into that bonus episode. Yeah, don't for... read these out loud anymore, guys. But, Tom, speaking of bonus episodes, let's be frank and stern with the listeners. We have to, we, 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 we talked about this. Yeah. Let's, let's keep it funky right now for everybody, okay? If you're on Patreon, I'm going to keep it real with you. We're, get, we're getting rid of the $10 tier, only $5 tier. We have found it difficult to to post and keep up with the uh, um, advertised amount of material and content. Yeah, uh, we've been doing bad, and it's not intentional, but we got to own it as well. So we're gonna remove that tier. We're gonna keep doing bonus content only at a five dollar tier. Anyone at a ten dollar tier who has been active in that and feels they have been ripped off cheated the money is still there we'll refund it to you just let us know i have to know that you want it back if you it's still supporting the show so it's not that, going anywhere bad that brings yeah that, let you know where if you want your money back it's yours that was something else i wanted to state too is that the money is literally still there we only spend heavy hole podcast patreon money occasionally Usually on tech things, uh, hardware, microphones, literally mo- mostly on microphones uh, that help, like, literally help us produce the show and support the show. And we mainly did most of that during the pandemic when we had to adapt to do things uh, via Zoom and, you know, from home, each of us at our own house and all that sort of thing. But uh, so, you know, no one's going on a vacation. That that inflatable pool in my backyard, that came off of my day job. And that also speaks, I just, just another thing, I'm not trying to make excuses but with the Patreon, you guys haven't been seeing Tom and Justin on every episode, uh, although they do help with the production aspect behind the scene. Um, there's a lot going on. I work a full-time job that has absolutely nothing to do with music. That's how I pay my bills and provide health care. Um, metal is, like I've said in the past, I probably couldn't support a parakeet on what metal does for me. Um, and I have several bands. I still dilute in a delusion. Uh, in an illusion of grandeur, a delusion of grandeur, I still see myself as a death metal vocalist, not an aging podcaster who is who is probably known more for that in a small, dwindling niche circle of supporters that I appreciate. So I focus on my bands um, to the most that I can. So then there, then you got the and then I have aging family members. I'm not going to give you the whole tiny violin story, but. At the end of the day, I only have so many hours to devote to, to this podcast. You got people canceling, people rescheduling, people going to dinner and all that. So with the Patreon, we tried our best. We're ducking it down to $5, and we're going to try to give you as much bonus uh, clips and extra episodes. I got scripts written and everything. Um, and that's where we're at on that. And like Tom said, if you've been doing the $10 thing and you want a couple of bucks back, let us know. Please, be, you know, be upfront about it. Yeah. You guys are going to hate me so much. Did you spend all the money? Already do it's all you. gone. Shit. <laughs> Justin spent it all. Do you the- remember a couple That's- weeks ago I was riding high and I got rich? <laughs> yeah. 
I knew it, you but motherfucker. Then, but then, do you remember how the week after that I, I was poor again? Yeah. Yeah. That and was... then you remember this Taco Bell story to open this up, show up? Yeah. That's where, that's how. Wow. It's all coming together. I, my door, my DoorDash is linked to the Patreon. I don't know. They don't let anybody else do that. Just me. <laughs> that's, it's just you. I yeah, talk, direct Patreon. I talk to this guy. I call DoorDash headquarters a lot, and I talk to him. The, this is like and, this is uh, like a, a political SP This is like a political thriller yeah. or something. It's so all coming um, together, I, you, it goes higher than you think. But don't worry, guys. This one's on me. All right, uh, it's my bad. Jesus. And I'll uh, what I I don't know if I'll pay you. I'll pay. I'll pay you back. You look like Johnny Depp at the end of Blow right now. <laughs> he does. With the, <laughs> why, he's got what? Do you got a power trip hat on? Listen. Yeah, my dog ate a bunch of this. <laughs> took like, a little hole out of that. Well, that's fine. She's a good girl. And I want to thank you, the Patreon contributors, for feeding my dog. Well, listen. <laughs> we got one such Patreon contributor. I'm kidding. Who this left us a few voicemails, I heard. So I think maybe we should try to motivate into that section of things. All oh, right? yeah. Let's not drag it out. Tom, do you think, you, you think I could you think I could have gotten with Amber Heard, actually? You think like him? Would you have wanted to? Uh, yeah. yeah, at one point. <laughs> How much do you like abuse? Some people think it's very cool. Was she in over, uh, Overnight Delivery with uh, Paul Rudd? Hello, Heavy Hole. This is Ezra from Austin, Texas. And uh, I uh, allegedly am a, work at an elementary school, and one of my students has a parent who is in an absolutely excellent epic death doom band called Void Witch. They have a self-titled demo that was just released on Everlasting Spew. Shout out to Tito and Everlasting Spew for all of the awesome death doom and death metal that they put out. Uh, Will, in particular, I think you'd really appreciate this, uh, given how you reacted to that uh, amazing Solothis album. It's somewhat melodic, takes a lot of its cues from uh, you know, classic heavy metal, but it's still very grimy and uh, very death metal oriented. So uh, check it out and uh, cheers, guys. Uh, I hope you're having a good summer. Ezra from Texas calling us about Void Witch. I assume that would mean they're from Texas as well. On Everlasting Spew Records, um, a very reputable label putting out a lot of music that we would associate with this podcast. That's great. I'm gonna I gotta get into that. Um I did enjoy Solithus. I talked about Solithus a long time ago. That's a band that put out an album on twenty bucks spin a while back. Kind of a, a doomy Sabbathy take on the uh Finnish Death Doom sound. Alright, yeah, we pulled up the Void Witch. Interesting artwork there. I like that, man. On on the Everlasting Spew. What's that band camp? Yeah, that's a nice preview of that. I'm gonna. I'm interested to see what it does. See what the rest of the release does after that little sample we just listened to. That's a nice. That at first that that opening guitar tone was bombastic, and then the rest of the whole thing came in, and it felt like there was some really nice, drawn out, satisfying leads. Not flashy, uh, but 
fitting. You know what I mean? Like they no not not really showing off, but it was just really nice, soulful kind of tasteful texture. Tasteful is the word. Thank mm-hmm. you, Justin. They're taking advantage of like putting the guitar so up front in the mix, which is nice. A lot more doomy stuff. We'll incorporate more verbs mm-hmm. uh, to force an atmosphere, but sometimes just playing it closer up with a more dry signal like that fucking works. I, I enjoy how like death doom that leans more towards death metal is is becoming more. Not that it's like all of a sudden, but I just kind of see more and more bands kind of leaning into this and it being more accepted in the bigger death metal scene. You know what I mean? Like. There's always been this style where people have the, the guttural vocals and a raw guitar tone, a little bit of that Sabbathy doom, but it's like death metal too. But now I just feel like I'm seeing it more and more, and these bands are getting a little bit more support, and they're kind of uh, uh, slugging it out with like the more conventional, brutal death metal bands in terms of like support and shows. It's good. Ooh, that's nice. That little, you hear that? Hey, Somebody's yeah, definitely just see. wailing. Um. Okay, we listen to this voicemail. So I guess I just All want right, to apologize. So- it wasn't Amber Heard in overnight delivery. It was Christine Taylor. She's a much nicer lady. I've seen her in Zoolander, but I also get her confused with Denise Richards, who's you know Starship yeah. Troopers and her entire thing. Tammy and the T Rex. Starship yeah. Starship okay. Troopers. So I'm wrong in all of it. Science fiction nineties kind of. I'm trying to segue to death metal, but you're making it hard. All right. Listen, we got another shout to Ezra from Texas. We appreciate that was like a really nice voicemail, informational, yep. personal touch there. Yep. Um, Education uh, didn't drag it out. Um, full, full, full delivery on the recommendation. Uh, shout to Ezra. We I understand he's not the only one. Hey, Big Will, Uncle Buck. This is Sam from Collapse to Me over here in Brooklyn. Um, you followed us on the gram the other day and what a great honor we love the show been listening for a long time actually oh sorry about that we got construction over here you know how it goes um but if you check out um some of our recordings you'll notice that uh cody davidson who's been on your show mixed and mastered some of our stuff which is pretty cool um and just in general, the whole band was really influenced by your singing and artificial brain and afterbirth. Love afterbirth. But um yeah, we'd love to work together, so we uh we hit you up with a link to some of our stuff. So check it out and if you ever want to sing for us, you know, we'd love to have you. Keep the show going. It keeps us going. I gotta go deal with these guys. All right, wait. You know, (laughs) despite what's out there, people in witness protection are still friendly. They're still nice. They can still use the phone. Might be a guy I went to Catholic school with out here on Long Island. You never know. Yeah, shout to Collapse to me, um, a band I kind of just floated my way via the algorithm. Uh, and I like I liked something they did on IG. I just I loved the interesting approach to this kind of no frills, lo-fi slam. I don't even want to call it slam because it's not like because there's no hentai that I saw. There's no I look. There is weed probably. I look. I'm not even look. If you like hentai, do your thing. I'm not trying to diss you. All right. That's that's kind of a meme too. All I'm saying is that I got this very raw 
um, uh, uh, brutal, grooving kind of sound uh, of death metal that, that uh, clicked and resonated with me in terms of Long Island, uh, you know, history of death metal that everyone knows. And they combined this with a video, with a skateboarding video on IG. And I thought that was just really cool, man. It was a little something that, to me, almost seems like the obvious thing to do or something, man. Just like reputilation, weed, you know, you got to have some skateboard culture in there or some hip-hop culture in there or something. And that's like the perfect, that's what it was. Goes a long way. You know, that's kind of how, how, you know, it was back in the 90s. So I really enjoy what these guys are doing. I've been dragging it. Uh, behind the scenes, they asked me to do a little guest appearance, so I'm, I'm definitely going to do it, and I'm dragging it. I apologize to the uh, to the band Collapse to me from Brooklyn. Um, Great name. Perhaps trolling me. Maybe it's somebody I know. I don't know what that voice. I looked it up. I don't believe I've, we've met in person, but that that voice thing is a little then the, the construction reference too. Like, what are we what are we doing? You know, do we know where Jimmy Hoffa is here or something? What's going on? Just building my new tape machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm building a new four-track out of two used task cams over here. Oh, my God. But, yeah, no, all uh, oh, kidding aside, shout to Collapse to me, uh, something to check out. I did enjoy the videos on their IG. up heavy holes this is ian from memphis uh following back up on the bass pro pyramid uh, i looked it up and it does sound like the bass pro ended up in that pyramid because of some uh catfish fishing between some rich people so pretty wild uh pyramid used to also be called the tomb of doom and it once held a crystal skull up on the top so more more fun pyramid facts from Memphis. Bye. Well, wow, that was Ian from Memphis, right? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so wow. the owner of Bass Pro Shop went to go meet the guy who owned that pyramid. I forget what he did in his past business life with that, but there's a little pond behind the pyramid. And the guy was just like, all right, cool, man. Like, let me just fish behind your pyramid real quick and caught his personal best there. Right. And he was like, holy, this is a sign from from sweet beside and i gotta buy this this pyramid so that's 100 percent right as a fish story so yeah we have a we have ian doubling down giving us not pyramid schemes but pyramid facts yeah, did i tell that story already uh ian called in from memphis i forgot exactly how it went down and then yeah. you mentioned that and ian followed up he kind of he's a man of his word he recommended some bands and then i thought justin was just drunk i didn't know what he was i thought justin was oh, just justin make, was drunk i yeah, thought justin but... was just making shit up i didn't know there was a real temple man that's ha- that's <laughs> i like to stay on the edge dude <laughs> he was walk sharp. out of line but it's only the truth they were trying to uh, well, put thanks, out here thanks in wow so the the listeners who've been catching up the last few episodes know where we're going with this man that was a voicemail that all right so there you yeah, got your answer. Thanks, Ian. In case you didn't know. Hey, you don't. Tony Baldoni here. I figured I'd call with a little story time. All right? Many moons ago in the Poconos. See, I reside in the Poconos now. The beautiful Poconos. Don't anybody ever tell you otherwise, right? But many, many moons ago, for me and Big Will were young, supple boys. We were there partying with our friends, drinking all day, being stunad, 
You know, a lot happened, but what I'm going to tell you right now is that everybody was getting tired real early, and they were going to bed. And me and Uncle Buck looked at each other and said, uh-uh, I don't think so. He proceeds to put on Mark Morrison, Return of the Max, and about 20 seconds later, everybody's doing shots, they're doing backflips, they're fucking all over the place enjoying themselves once again. Because that's what Uncle Buck does. He sets it off nice. How you doing? Will you remember that? Will. God bless. It's catchy. It's a hit. I mean, what can I say? It's it's a it's this is Mark Morrison's Return of the Mac with its extended uh, uh, dance mix, particularly, is in resides in my mind alongside Cryptopsy's None So Vile, Deicide's Once Upon the Cross, Dead Infectious Chapter of Accident, Mark Morrison's Return of the Mac. This is music that gets inside of your soul. And yes, Tone Baldone is right. Um, I cannot confirm or deny that I know Tone Baldone or used to fraternize with him due to certain legal stipulations. But should we have, this is absolutely probably would have been a true story, allegedly. Um, you, you put on a little Return of the Mac. All you guys out there, you want to you get the party started? You know what I mean? Now I'm back to rock. You know what I mean? It's, it's a beautiful um, harmony. It's a fun story about Mark Morrison. Yeah, go. He, I believe he was from uh, Great Britain over there, and I hope you can say Great Neck. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I wish he was from Great. Well, he did some kind of like Long Island shit. Yeah, okay. He had to go to jail for something. I, I, you could probably Wikipedia this or something. He, he got locked up for something. Um, but he, he paid like a body double to actually go and do the bid while he went on tour for Europe in Europe. Yo, That's awesome. He got busted. But he did a few shows first. All right. Yeah. I, I forget. Shit. I forget. Because, dude, this is to show you, I have researched Mark Morrison in my life at one point the way I research Violgression or Mortis Scold or all these artists that we hold in high esteem. So Mark Morrison has an open invitation to Heavy Hole Podcast. That's great. Yeah. Thank you to Tony Baldone for making this moment available. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. Let's bring it out a little bit. Let's let it play a little bit. It's good for summer. It's good for summer days, summer nights, autumn, all autumn afternoons. It's good for winter mornings. Not on Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, don't do this Thanksgiving. No, yeah. Do, do, day do, after do. Thanksgiving, if you got the day off of work, beautiful. Black Friday, Back driving in. around, doing whatever you gotta do. Take care of your family. Return to the Mac. Return to return your gifts. Return of the Mac. Day after Christmas. He may have written this hoping for a McDonald's tie-in. I don't know if that check ever came. I'm Sure, they had to have at some point. Right. I go to the next voicemail, I think. I heavy Bernie Mac vibes from this first time I heard it. I, this, you guys don't know, to be honest with you, around the time we started Pot the Heavy Hole. Yeah. It was M-A-C-K. I, it's M-A-C-K. It's I was more Mac into this genre than into metal. Like the smooth R&B, yeah. 90s sunglasses. Like this is, this was my home as a listener for a long time. It's beautiful music. I don't blame you one bit. In fact, uh, I fancy it myself sometimes. 
Fancy is the kind of word I use when I'm not making eye contact. And I'm like looking at a computer because I heard other I people say I make direct that. eye contact. I use <laughs> you know? fancy as an insult. I look people in their eyes and say, well, aren't you fucking fancy? Yeah. But yeah, listen. So, uh, I know we're doing voicemails and like trying to get on some listener stuff. But one thing I want to do real quick is shout out Panic Chords. Yes, For sir. always sending in these recommendations that we don't always get to look at uh, in a timely fashion. Uh, he's always sending things to our in, uh, not Instagram, the old uh, Patreon stuff, so thanks a lot. One of them being Noel. We talked about them on the show recently. I just want to throw one on that he's sent over. Adumbration uh, of the Veiled Logos. Berberus? We're clicking one of the, the four or five he sent over. Is right. it a design man? bands that are willing to go as dark as portal but are not afraid to introduce a melody or something that will refrain in in your head kind of get stuck in there it wasn't hard to listen to yeah it wasn't like challenging to i mean it was not not just not to you know dismiss it like I'm, I'm, i'm making the point that like it was the production value was such that it was uh, easy to discern in a way what was going on, and I think that enriched the the experience. It was it was very good, man. Really good black metal there. Um, some 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 stuff that sounded a little bit more traditional, and some stuff that sounded very kind of expansive and, and interesting going on with the riffing. Check that out, Verberus, a dumbration of the veiled logos. How you doing, Tony Baldoni here with part two of a nice little story time here about. Uncle Buck, a.k.a. Big Will, over there. How you doing over there? All right, so check it out, part two. We're in the Poconos. This was another time. We had a friend who had a house out there. It was their parents' house. We were young, supple boys at the time, all right? Young men exploring the, 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 the intricacies of drinking alcohol and doing all types of, allegedly, doing all types of other things with the metals and the fuck. How you doing? Anyway, so, Mr. Will... You remember this one? Some fucking mystery person vomited all over the, the master bedroom's bed. And it was a, quite a scene because nobody would admit to it. And there was only about eight or ten of us there. And literally the rest of the weekend, we were all looking at each other like it was fucking Clue. You know what I'm saying? Will, who do you think who vomited? What do you think? How you doing? Mmm, it wasn't you, Tony. I know that. I never say that. Wasn't me either. I don't know. Maybe the fucking vomit fell off the truck. Or maybe a wild animal crept in there. How do I know? Why you Why you calling me up on my podcast asking me about this? That's how, I, supposed- I actually kind of like that he's doing that because I, I like mysteries. I also like mysteries. Listen, I don't know because I'll tell you what. That probably was the night I got into the vodka a little bit too much, allegedly. And I sweated out through my shirt while throwing up into the goddamn toilet so much it looked like I came out of the swimming pool when I was walking out of the bathroom. That was a rough one. Don't recommend it. Don't do that at home. 
That's why you don't throw up anymore. Oh, God. You don't Allegedly. throw up anymore. Good, good thing all this may or may not have even happened, all right? I don't even know if I could uh, admit to uh, legally fraternizing with Tony Baldon. Shout out to Tony Baldon, though. I don't know who I was with the vomit. That's a wild story. But, um, you know, you, you know, I'm, uh, thank God you made that alive because what I've heard allegedly is uh, some alcoholic uh, connected fellas, instead of leaving a, a fish or, or like a horse head in your bed, they just go throwing up in your beds and they're supposed to take that as a warning. Like, better shape up, you know, or it's going to get worse from that. Sal from Buckshot Facelift once vomited. But it was it was many years ago. It was my old apartment that I shared with uh, my now ex girlfriend, and you know we had the little like like doormat, but next to the door where you take your shoes off and you put your shoes there before you walk into the apartment. You know, mm-hmm. so there were my Timberland boots, nice Timberland boots, and there were my ex girl, my now ex girlfriend's Uggs, which were I probably maybe a little bit more fashionable or whatever at the time. This is like going back. 12 years, maybe, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Comfortable, undeniably. Fergus and I are drinking there in the kitchen, late night after Buckshot rehearsal. Tequila may or may not have been involved. And he goes to the front door because he's going to go outside and smoke a cigarette. And he goes like this, for the listeners, I'm putting my finger up in kind of a whimsical, uh, like, like, a, like a cartoon professor making a point. You just point your one finger in the air like that. He proceeds to just point his finger in the air like that and vomit into the Timberland boots and the Uggs that are on the mat next Both. to the doorway. In, into them. They're open boots, and he's right. filling them with his his vomit. Yes, so that was... Wow. Is it like ducking in each one? Kind of like a How It's Made episode where they're oh, showing yeah. you how to like... It was more like it was more like trying to fill a collection of of buckets with like a hose. You know, it's just yeah. kind of going around like wild and crazy kids. Yeah, wild, yeah. wild and crazy kids. Yeah, but we were Good well stuff. into our twenties, so I know who did that one, Tone. But um, was he there that night? No, Tone Baldone was Tone Baldone and Sal. I don't think are allowed to hang out. Is Sal a uh, boot and rally guy? What a what. Yeah, go, what do you mean, Tom? What the hell do you mean? You ever heard of a boot and rally? <laughs> what the hell are you fuck? talking about? What are you trying to turn this a podcast into? What is this, the January 6th committee? Yeah, no. we don't got to get all rowdy right now. What, yeah, what the fuck's going on? Oh, yeah. All right. boots what on? is boot and rally? You never heard of boot, uh, boot and rallies where you throw up while drinking and then you continue drinking? That sounds like I I was never in a fraternity. So. Oh, I do that all the uh, time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's called. I was doing that the other day. That's, hey. that, you got a name for that? Yeah, it's called... Uh, I didn't make it up. Oh, yeah, dude. I got my boots and going to rallies all the time. <laughs> all right. Listen, settle down over there. Tone Bell don't get everybody riled up on the Heavy Hole podcast. Um, we got some things I want to talk about in terms of bands, actual metal, not just us clowning around. Uh, one of them, Tom, you dropped something. I did. Low key. I did drop it low key. You just dropped it quietly, like a little mixtape on the block. Yeah. I, uh,. I hate promotion. So do I, but we're getting over that this episode because right. I'm going to I'm going to work it up, out together. I'm bigging up all my bands in Good. the next segment. So you go nuts right now. Yeah, so I had this project that I've been sitting on for far too long. Mm-hmm. I recorded it all. I went back and mixed and mixed and mixed. And here's the thing. I've been mixing things, mostly commercial stuff for a long time. Drinks. For some reason, when you're mixing something you're featured on or you worked on, it just takes so much longer because you get in your head. Mm. But I've mixed things, no problem. I can mix an album for someone else in three days, no problem. 
Can I mix my own shit in three days? Impossible. Impossible. Mm. So anyway, after a long time of getting over that, I just released this thing, Shoot. Um, it's pronounced Shoot. It's How is it spelled? Spell it out, dude. S-H-U-G-H-T. That's a tough one. S-H-U-G-H-T. Yeah. You know, if I said, if I said H-U-G-H, how would you say that? Shug? H-U-G-H? Hugh? Like Hugh Laurie? I feel like, like, like you're... Hugh Morris. I feel like you're um, being offensive to my Long Island accent. Like you're, <laughs> Yeah, I could be. I'd say that, huh? <laughs> yeah. H-U-G-H? What, are you taking growth hormones now? What are you doing? I feel like I'm being targeted for having a Long Island accent right now. Me and Tom Cruise, we're going to look the same very soon. But it's cool. It's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like that Razorback record sound. Yeah, really cool. I, I like yeah. it. Listen, I know you. I know you don't like talking about it, so I will agree. I, I think it's got this really cool kind of campy horror movie vibe to it, with a little bit of a shredding gore grind thing. It's it's um, I, I think it would definitely be uh, uh, in line with people who like Razorback records, uh, early Razorback record style bands. Why don't you play a little clip of it for yeah. the people? There are riffs. Sure. And who, uh, you, who's doing the vocals? That's, I believe that's Tom. It's yeah, it's mostly yeah, it's, me. It's mostly yeah. mostly me. Uh, I have my buddy Turbo Steve on a song and uh, landfill from Municipal Waste. Hell yeah, dude! Hit it with yeah. the shoot! Hit it with the shoot! I like that cover out there. That's what I mean. The whole vibe—it's got that very campy horror movie, nostalgic kind of thing going on. on this platform yeah, dude, I'm gonna do of, one of, these. of our projects yeah <laughs> i <laughs> justin's doing the, the reverse cabbage patch on us right now um yeah exsanguinated uh we just recorded some stuff and we're playing august the 26th friday night at the saint vitus bar in support of um sewage <clears throat> death metal legends rotrevor i'm very proud to say oh Hell nice yeah, dude um, so you can catch us there or Saturday, uh, Friday, I'm sorry, Friday, August the 26th there at the, uh, the old St. Vitus bar with Rotrevor. I'm happy to, to, to see that one. Uh, we got a little thing going on. We're doing, we're going out on the road, doing a couple of shows out of state there, um, in, uh, uh, September, follow us on IG and all that sort of thing. Reeking aura, uh, watch on social media. We're going to announce a show very soon, a show coming up. Um, probably gonna be. I guess it would technically be a record release. That Reeking Or album coming out July 29th on Profile and Low Records, Blood and Bone Mill. We're excited about that. You can catch two singles out now that have been put out on. Um, you know, go to Bandcamp, go to YouTube, look up Profile and Low, wherever you go. Uh, Afterbirth, just writing stuff, and those guys are like having kids and working jobs. I work a job too. You know, it's who's, just who's got a kid on the it's way. It's adulting things, adulting things. I I don't know if I'm at liberty to say that's oh, okay. They don't tell me. They me. just like the three of them tell me that one of them has a kid on the way. 
as Love a united that. front. And right. I just, because I'm, it. yeah, I'm not, like, I'm still not really technically part of the band. We're having a kid, Will. Right. Yeah. Just, yeah. They, they, yeah. Send, they send you a fortune cookie in well, the mail. No, I, get, I, I get a letter in the mail from them. They don't talk to me. I Like, we have rehearsals, and I there's a sheet, and I have to sing through a sheet, like the the stereotypically conservative yeah. religious people have sex through a sheet. I sing death metal through a sheet. <laughs> that's where my head and was afterbirth at. at rehearsal. And then they, they tell me band news that's going on. They send me a letter mm-hmm. and like, you know, it'll say to whom it may concern. Stop. We are <laughs> stop. One, someone, someone who is in the band, i.e. not you. We'll be expecting a new generation in their family very soon. So you can expect to not play any shows in the coming future. Please remain working on vocals and lyrics for the new album unless you wish to be dismissed. Mm-hmm. Peon. You, you might know us as Afterbirth, but one yeah. of us is now pre-birth. Oh, <laughs> bars. Oh, I like that. Getting, yeah, like hell, that. hell yeah, dude. What's up, man? You want to talk about promotion? <laughs> yeah. No, sh- let's talk just, about albums. I'm still getting over. I'm still shaking from even playing my own music because <laughs> I really don't know. I'm just like, ah, I did his, it. His knees are That's shaking. That's all I like want to say. Ah, I did this. Tom is good. Ah. Here's a, here's a news flash for all you all you fucking listeners out there. Tom is good. Yeah, I'm fucking okay. good, boys and girls. Tom is good at what he does. Yeah, Tom Tom's you know all what? around. He's he's into that. He's into this. He mixes that. He plays. What, what was I that actually guitar? started a new company? What? Yeah, oh, dude. Let's talk yes. about so yeah, that. this yeah. is a new thing that I'm yes. really into oh, right tell now. Tell him, Tom. Oh, tell him what you're doing. Drop it on him. Yeah, I started this company. It's an audio company. Post production. Whoa, who would have um, thought? I got together a team. <laughs> I got you good. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought, man? If you have ears and you have a client or something and need something done, <clears throat> we do anything remote post production. And uh, so I used to work in cartoon dubbing, and I was talking to one of my old coworkers, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to do that again because I made hella money doing it. And uh, the C sharp thing, while I'm still kind of going to pursue that, I'm trying to move and do some cool shit sooner than later. So I decided to put that on the back burner. And now I got this company. I got a great team with like eight people that I know already who I have worked with, who specialize in things that maybe I'm not the best at in audio, but I have this team that I can just throw things to. It's fantastic. Um, it's called Side Eye Sound. SideEyeSound.com. Check it out if go. you want. The website. What you could do, um, he- Heavy Hole listeners, we offer music mixing we're not going to produce your stuff but if you need another ear on something you want a, a digital master mm. we'll do that and heavy hole listeners i'll hook you up interesting interesting i like all this time and i gotta support this 100 percent. not because you're my friend because it works out a lot better for me than when you were doing the c-sharp stuff that yeah. was that was lame i didn't like that sing it will i was preach. not into it you were you Absolute were never preach. around i had to do episodes on my own every once in a while this way, all I got to do is just talk my shit, and you twist your magical knobs and press your magical buttons that I don't know anything about. Twiddle your yep. Ds. I hey. eat chicken nuggets with Chick-fil-A sauce off of that MacBook that we uh, procured. Which they sell, at, they sell the whole sauce now. Yeah, I don't really do that for the they list. Sell for, it the at page, for the Patreon they're people, so, I don't do that. They sell squeeze bottles of it. Oh, I got to try that out. I, mean, I, I use one of those instead of water when I exercise. I, Hey, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just eat it instead of exercise. There's this guy who uh, I've seen this dude online who drinks sriracha, and sriracha's dead, dude. It's nobody likes that anymore. I know, but he wears a fedora. No, 
and drinks sriracha and does deadlifts. And his, <laughs> nah, his performance is not noteworthy at all. So it's like, that's not working. Sriracha, it, it went the way... Can we be honest? I don't think anyone I ever liked it. Not want to be honest. Sriracha went the way of Marvel Comics and death metal. Pop culture ruined it, and it's for normies. Thank you. See you later. I, I, no, I, I, I'm trying to find a lie. I can't. I have can't a, a different. Uh, we we come to the same conclusion. It sucks. It's not great. But I think it was never good. I think it was a Ooh, bunch of hipsters that? who were like, I could tolerate this demanding it <laughs> so they That's... can show off in front of their friends like so, like guys yeah, who get yeah, into I... like smoking cigars and whiskey like out of nowhere but it's like the sir i get it because like sriracha it's not supposed to be challenging no it's it... not supposed to be seen as entry level it's just what it is is what it is it tastes tastes good you use it it's not gonna you're supposed to cook with it yeah yeah it's, it's but... good it's like a chili paste like uh, yeah, cooking like, with I, it is fine I, yeah but... i'm just saying like it's not, yeah. i get it but then you have they have some people using it as like this look i did it yeah I, you know i listen to hip-hop welcome to crypto oh, yeah. ice skate we don't use ketchup we have sriracha Bro, we I have was... Do you want me to talk about when I drove out to St. Vitus and I had to drive through Brooklyn the other day? All right, no, let's not go there. All right, go ahead. I'm so glad I don't go there anymore. I was going to say, speaking of uh, lame hot sauces and stupid people, dangerous things coming back. When you say oh, you hell don't yeah. go, by the way, just clarification, <laughs> clarification time. When you say you're so glad you don't go there anymore, you're talking about Brooklyn, not St. Vitus Bar. Brooklyn, yeah, yeah. like the surrounding Vitus, I'm there. But speaking of loving going to Brooklyn and also loving all kinds of hot sauces, dangerous things coming back, dude. Thank you for that segue because I didn't want to neglect your project as well, sir. Let me get comfortable over here. <laughs> yeah. Again, aesthetically not comfortable, but you're sure that he is comfortable. Doing fine, dude. You got shirt. like a Jeff Goldblum thing going on, the dude. way you lounge. Dude, Great. Dude, this shirt. This is the biggest downfall of our podcast, actually, is that what? people can't see people how you're sitting. Yeah. Well, guess what, man? <laughs> Continue being in the dark, because I'm staying out of sight. You know what's going to be in sight now? What's that? Dangerous things coming back. Wow, it's awesome. New dangerous thing. Dangerous People aren't up back. to speed. Dangerous thing was on Bandcamp and YouTube. There was a visualizer video there. Yep, and yeah. Apple, Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, dangerous thing is Justin's creation. And in the shop, former guest of the show, Paulo Paguntalan did vocals on the prior release. Now you're working, I believe, with somebody else. That's correct, dude. That's correct. Um, yeah, amazing. Um, ridiculous technical mastery by this guy. I still, say, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say right now in front of everybody, Heavy the, the three of us should should cut a project, even if it's just like a two or three song EP. Yeah. Well, we had that stuff we were kicking around. Like, remember, I, you know, without saying names, but that extremely famous death metal vocalist who kind of just shot down all my shit. David even, Byrne of the Talking Heads. David Byrne of the Talking Heads, yeah. yeah he, he asked want... for me to write it with yeah. a friend and then uh, out of nowhere was like, I want the rest of my band to play. I thought you guys might say that. Yeah. So I have the first song done already. Awesome, and I'll be sending it. I was to you. <laughs> I was not expecting you to call my bluff. I don't actually want to do another project. No, just kidding. I'm sorry, guys. Listen. Uh, well, look, I know I've heard some of the pre-pro stuff you've done. Dangerous things coming back. It's very good. Anything? Yeah. I just want to say for fans of Dangerous Thing, uh, the first, the first, the self-titled. You're gonna hate it, and I want you to hear. I want to hear it. I want you to tell me about it. And if you don't hate it, I want to hear about that too. Um. But I just want you to know it's coming back. I only want to hear from people who don't like me. 
and think I am ruining metal by doing this podcast and doing what I do in life. Yeah, exactly. I would love that kind of accusation in general. <laughs> it's something you're just doing for fun. Well, when we get off air, I'll show you a dangerous thing. All right, listen, but while we're still on air, I got some dangerous things that are coming back into the world. I'm trying to steer this ship back into the death metal world. Um, here's something everybody can hop on and act like they fucking had the first edition of. All this crazy shit that Extreme Music of Spain, uh, the label, X-T-R-E-E-M Music, uh, record label from Spain. Going back, these are the same people that brought you Repulse Records and Drowned Productions. Um, you could look that up if you want to go on a whole gaggle. But um, I believe we did an episode where I kind of brought up Drowned Productions. It was one of those like lost label episodes we did a while ago. I think it was, it may have been a bonus episode. I can't say yeah, it was on I, the normal feed. I can't remember through I remember, this. Yeah, I remember you did. Uh, pretty deep dive on that. Through the haze of uh, mozzarella with uh, salam rolled in between. Beautiful little party selections I can't remember back anymore. But open. Extreme <laughs> Music has been putting out a series of 10-inch vinyls. Uh, a Dramalek from Finland. I saw recently. This is the next one I got to pick up. Deranged um, from Sweden. Upon the Medical Slab and also Confessions Continues, reissuing those EPs from 1994 on 10-inch. Those are classic. I brought up Deranged a few times in the last few months for different reasons. Deranged, a great band um, with a lengthy catalog, but these particular EPs, Upon the Medical Slab and Confessions Continues from 1994 that have been reissued on 10-inch vinyl by Extreme Music, these were great because they settled in on their full-length albums into like a consistent blasting tempo throughout most of the stuff that eventually kind of peaks and culminates with uh, a, a groove or a stomp kind of riff. But this, these two EPs from 94, they were really explore, exploring groove a lot, I feel like. The drummer, Ricard, ended up being the main guy through all the years, and you really hear him stomp, and he does some catchy, cool, groovy shit that doesn't sacrifice any brutality or heavy. I was listening to it before in my room and just really vibing out, bringing back memories, but it's just it's the type of stuff you can listen to when you're angry. I had a thought the other day that death metal is not necessarily angry. That's kind of like a stereotype. There's anger in there, but there's yeah. anger in the mix, but death metal has, you know, it has depth, it has morbidity. There's a poetry to death metal. Yeah. But I this is also... This is a good example of death metal you listen to when you're angry. I've uh, I, I've always had that thought where it's like if people who don't like death metal associate it with anger yes. a lot up yeah. front. So yeah. it's kind of naive to say that that's all it is. It's and a reflection on society. I mean, look, we we we've talked about true crime and all that sort of thing and the parallel there before. I don't. I feel like death metal lyrics and imagery. Um, all I'll say is if people want to ban that or are offended by that, they have to look at um, true crime and they have to look at the news as well. And, any, you know, anything in between. It's it's a reflection of, of our world, whether you like it or not. But not trying to go on this big philosophical trip. Yeah. I'm just trying to recommend yeah. these reissues from Extreme Records. ask those people, why are you so angry about death metal? Fuck off. Yeah, don't be angry about <laughs> death metal. Listen to Deranged Upon the Medical Slab and Confessions Continues EPs from 94. Uh, brutal, angry, catchy, in-your-face death metal. Great samples used. Here's another thing. You can go back and listen to our interview with Brett Claren, um, formerly of the band Sorrow. Extreme Records, Extreme Music, putting out a 10-inch vinyl of the Apparition uh, Human Fear demo from 1989. That was the pre-Sorrow band. You can listen to our interview with Brett Claren. He broke it all down. This Apparition demo, it's a rough listen. 
It's a rough. I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm telling the listeners right now. It's, it was a demo cut in 1989, but it is a classic of Long Island uh, death doom. And I would say that maybe they had a little bit more of a flavor of death metal and grindcore uh, during this era when, when it was called Apparition at first. So that's that's worth looking into. You can preview all this stuff. I'm not just telling you to send a check, a blank check to Spain, where this record label is, yeah, you right? You can find most of it online to see if yeah. you'll even like it. Yeah, guy. So slow down. Mm-hmm. Go to the Extreme Music YouTube channel. They got everything right there. I love it. It's a good promo, man. Good yeah. promo. So I think, you know what you know what it is, too? All this stuff that's coming back now from the 90s, the brutal sound, and you know, the, the whole vibe now with like the, the guys that are in their 20s putting out all these bands and all the bands that are blowing up now, which is cool. We support that. You guys know I interview those guys too. Um, extreme music with these reissues and their series of 10-inch vinyl reissues right now, they're tapping into a lot of stuff that I would recommend and would really love to share with that generation of people that's like, like really embracing the 90s death metal. You know what I mean? Like, it, like mm. the deeper you go with it, this is a great place to start. Is looking into what extreme music is putting out and has always done. So that's all. Just want to put that. Tom, maybe we could slip a little bit of deranged in there. Yeah, yeah. music so i was just i was big enough i've been very excited about their reissue series 10 inch vinyl reissue series there um there are some other shows coming up but i have something that kind of bothered me today uh where's my phone sorry the way i screenshotted it i don't have to rely on wi-fi or anything afterbirth got some new baseball caps check rig coming out soon um that's not what I'm upset about. I'm upset about something, though, guys. Cannibal Corpse. Dark Funeral. A band I bring up a lot. Sal from Buckshot's favorite band. Immolation. New York's own Black Anvil. North American Tour. I saw this. No date in New York City or Long Island. Uh, Albany. Mm-hmm. It's not even New York, really. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, no. The closest we get to us is is Albany, bro. Really? So, yeah. Not even a Jersey date? Uh, I wonder, dude, because you're thinking about no, how no many date. trucks and buses are a part of that, and what's that What's that toll? Yeah. I know. You're, it's, you're right. It's like, you're right. It, it's like times X per axle. You know yeah, I mean? they, they really fuck over talent. That's and trying then, to come in. And this then is the city true. has all this COVID insurance and COVID restrictions still going on. Yeah. This is all true. It, and even even before COVID, I do remember um, a very experienced tour bus driver relating to me that um, it was getting to a point where a lot of where tours and some artists, artists' tour packages were avoiding New York yeah. City because of the tolls. The tolls are ridiculous, by uh, the way, sure. for the... For the listeners who aren't in the New York City area or who haven't traveled through here, I mean, the tolls are insane, let alone if you have, like, a multi-axle, multiple, you know, axle big truck or yeah. whatever. Like, it's crazy. And, and also putting them places. There's no they, room in the city. Park. So, like, yeah, I remember, oh, like, the amount God. of shows that we, we've seen or even played at Gramercy, 
where you're getting all mid-level bands. So like, yeah, they have a bus, but they're not making money because they have the bus. Yeah. Have the chopper drop you off on Long Island. It's all just you don't have to yeah. go through the city. Look, right, I dude. wish there was a way. That's right. But come to Long Island. There's more room to park. I could I could guarantee that. Yeah, I it might be cheaper to take the ferry from Connecticut, man. Dude, not for cheaper. nothing. I I'm I'm a beer or two in of this beautiful um Baltimore, Maryland Guinness Brewery, Open Gate Guinness Brewery, Baltimore Blonde that I'm enjoying. Uh feel free to send me a case if you want. I saw the advertisement today on my Instagram algorithm. I said Cannibal Corpse. It's a beautiful institution in the death metal community. Mm-hmm. I said Dark Funeral. This is a band out of my own imagination. I've always wanted to catch live, never had the opportunity. Yeah, they're wild live. Man. Immolation and Black Anvil. It's like it's like eating a pizza in a ba- it's like a pizza bagel. It's New York. We're home. We're in the home stretch. I don't even have to this is a tour package where I do not have to lit- like purposely miss the opening band. Right. This is a tour package where I will be there early, much like Judas Priest in Queensryche, October 18th, Nassau Coliseum. So Albany's the closest? Yeah, Albany. I'm not driving up to Albany for what this. About, I can tell you right no now. Jersey no, no Jersey, no New York, no really? love. No love. No love. No love. Damn. Yeah, I mean, Albany, I've never considered, I've never once considered driving upstate to go see a show in Albany. I've never considered Albany. Or, they're on some weird yeah, shit where they, they go. You dude, Hochul, dude, I don't want to be, I don't be fucking Hochul town. <laughs> this is basically, it's like they go Midwest, they go Canada, they go West Coast, they go through the South, they end in Florida, and f- and fuck us here on Long Island. Bro, I, just to see Cannibal Corpse and Dark Funeral, but then you put Immolation in, and Black and Black. So look, I, but the bottom line is I'm not trying to hate on any of these bands because I really, the whole point of this whole um, spiel is that I love all four of these bands. I think it's a brilliant tour package. Mm-hmm. I'm a little upset I'm going to miss it, uh, but you can check it out. Look for all their North American tour dates. We just told you where it's going and support the bands. Uh, everyone's trying to get back still from the pandemic and all that shit, like Justin said. So um that's a beautiful show coming up another beautiful show coming up tim capello are you guys familiar with the classic uh 80s horror movie starring both Corey's lost boys yes do you remember there was a beautiful um <clears throat> bodacious man who played saxophone in a famous scene in that movie yeah yeah he still believes that guy Belated happy uh-huh. birthday to our friend Hassan of Ripping Headaches, who is booking Tim Capello, Saturday, yeah. July the 30th, uh, down there in Washington, D.C. at The Runaway. Yeah. After party with DJ Less, um, 8.30 p.m., 15, $15 to see that home. Dude, I, this is, mm-hmm. I might drive down to Baltimore for this before I drive up to Albany to see that. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I know, I know mm-hmm. nothing of horror movies. I don't think I even ain't never seen the Lost Boys, but I watched an like an hour long deal on that guy. And oh yeah, there's a nice his, little yeah, yeah. there's a nice little doc, a little did up about it, keeping his body all nice and stuff, and just playing saxophone like he a played maniac. for Tina Turner, I believe. Yes, yeah, yes, he yeah. did. Yeah, I fully support that. That's go a, him a for gig's sure. A, gig. a gig's a gig. No, but yeah, so uh, that's that's that. Were there any other shows? Right now, I guess, you know, it doesn't make sense because the show's going to be uh, over by tomorrow when this episode comes out. But um, big shout to Maul 
Uh, we talked to Maul, um, Tombstoner, Tar, and Wretched Inferno as we speak. There's a band called Tombstoner? I'm playing O'Brien's um, in Alston, Massachusetts. Yes, there's a band called Tombstoner from New York. I'll leave it up to you. Yeah, I released an album in 2013 called Tombstoner. It's true. I mean, you we'll guys see what happens. You guys both watch pro wrestling. It's not yeah. me. It's yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There's a lot of both of us who watch pro wrestling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying, just shout out to the I'm, 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 I'm not trying to attack you. I'm not trying to attack them. But there seems there's this thing where like I'm trying to triple threat it. If people, you if you if you're in a band, mm. if you're gonna use like pop culture references, quotes a, from movies, mm. things that are like already like a like a, a saying or a phrase that originates from a movie or a comic book or something. Like don't don't be surprised when someone else pops up with that too. You 100%, 100%. know that's that that's all I'm saying. 100%. And it just I'm sorry. I really hate that 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 I had to like act like I'm calling you out on it because that's been like a thought. Hundred percent. I've right? hated on those people before you. It was I, the it was only the album name. It wasn't the better. Tom, information. You got new information? No, no. I just kind of wanted to compare <laughs> it to something. At least you're not in a band called Incinerate Him. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is apparently a thing, and you know. Could have used a little thought, but uh, I, pretty funny. I, speaking mm. of to bands. name yourself after an album so specifically, well, Deicide like tried to come up with a word that wasn't a word yet for the album title. Yeah, like they they did the heavy lifting on that word. Right, you they know, did like, all the work. Yeah. yeah, they did the work, and then there is a band called Incinerate yeah. Him, which all right, you like Deicide a lot. That would be very funny if they didn't like in De- uh, Deicide at all. If they didn't like Deicide and it was more like a diss type of thing. I then I would actually have to be more interested. It's, it's like more compelling. It's like making a movie called Wax On, Wax Off that has nothing to do with karate. <laughs> oh Just man, washing cars till the till the till they till the bones. Just... It would be like if I started like a, a crust grindcore band called Nespeth. There, there's there's many. It's like if I started a tornado movie band called Twisted. There's already a band called Twisted. Um, it's like if I, I don't, started a band. No, I, I'm I not comfortable talking about. <laughs> I'm not comfortable talking about Juggalo culture because I don't want them to come after me. It's I, like if I started I a band called an autopsy. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys actually did that. Uh, so yeah, um, <laughs> Madball coming up at Amityville Music Hall very soon. Uh, what was it? Hold on, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a, that seems like a fun show. Derailed. Where's my phone here? Saturday, July 23rd. Oh, you got it. Yep. Oh, aren't you special? So <laughs> typing faster than you. I just Mavis Beacons you right there. So that's actually <laughs> that's actually to, uh, when you're listening to this episode, the day it comes out, that'll be the next day. That's tomorrow, Saturday the twenty third. Sa- Madball. Oh yeah, yeah. Amityville Madball. Musical. Cruel Hand. Pain of Truth. Mwah. Just mwah. Pain of Truth. Uh, and the Great Lie. Not sure of them, but I know a lot of people, uh, other people that are sure of them. True that, true that. Yeah. All right, man. So a lot of good shows uh, coming up. AMH. Um, you can always go to uh, Amityville Music Hall. You can go to uh, East Coast Collective, uh, Long Island. You can go to the St. Uh, Vitus Jake. Bar there on the internet, wherever you pick your internets there. Tom, how long have we been rolling on this thing? I don't know. An hour and 20, and we're definitely cutting out like 10, so let's, okay. let's get a few more in. Okay, well, we, I, I don't really have much more to go on. Um, I'm gonna buy tickets to a show for the first time in a long time. What oh, yeah, show are that? you buying? Do you want to know? I do. A uh, chat pile coming to St. Vitus. What? Di- what's the date on that? Homie? October 21st. Hmm. 
All right, I'm good to go. Setting it well in advance. Yeah, a little bit before Halloween. It's still, it's like enough to be Halloween adjacent. Definitely yeah. Halloween season. Halloween season, yeah. yeah Cobwebs everywhere. Definitely, I yeah. Enjoy Halloween season. Possible thermals under your t-shirt kind of thing, yeah. I listen to Mortician during Halloween season. Mortician and the Misfits are my go-to. I, I'm sorry, is that corny? I, I like to listen to Mortician and the Misfits around Halloween. Mm-hmm. I do that. Fine. I'm an adult. Yeah, I can I'm do no, what I want. I'm no judge, man. Yeah, thank you. Do you listen that. to Halloween sometimes? I listen to Halloween. <laughs> no, I would actually listen to Halloween any time of year, but block out a week or two before and after Halloween just right. to not be corny. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I'm not going there. It's like listening to like the smooth R&B that I championed before on that Mark Morrison recommendation. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to that around Valentine's Day. I'm, you're not going to catch me driving down Deer Park Avenue uh bumping um music soul child around valentine's day right it's just it's a weird look you know any other time of year let's go you know but well you have your principles yeah thank you is return of the mac is it a love song or is it getting back out playing the field it's a love song to yourself right confidence it's like you fucking lied to me like the mac is back like i'm out i'm out back macking yeah, the, like, it's actually I ain't wearing button flies. It's your girl lied to you, uh, the nasty thing she done, you yeah. know, and then you're you're back to rock the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you're you're back from a betrayal. Yeah, imagine being back from a betrayal. Yeah, imagine it a hundred percent. I already wow. do. This Making, is like when. <laughs> Hold on, let me give me a second. Let me imagine more. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just zipping my lips right now. Look, if you get betrayed, you might as well spin it into some artistry. Yeah, art. Make it an art. Get paid for it. <laughs> ideally, that would be best. Oh, all right. Make an art, dude. Somebody throws your fucking ass through a barbershop window. You come back and you take the intercontinental belt from him, bro. Like, I knew a guy who got thrown through a window in Huntington. That was weird. There was the, oh man, it was all just, it, it was kind of like your DoorDash story, but it's all about uh, guys who sold drugs, who sold, well, guys who sold weed, specifically mm-hmm. in Huntington in the, in the, in the early 2000s. It's, drug Dash. Yeah, it was like, it was, you could have called it Drug Dash. There was, they, a Breaking lot of. glass for grass. A lot of people listened to Cameron and the Harlem Diplomats and wanted to be drug dealers in the early 2000s out here in Huntington. Mm. There was a, it was a big thing, yeah. There was an influx. I remember a lot of kids selling yeah. weed, and I was like, how is anyone making money on this? Uh, they wanted to just, they <laughs> wanted to wear big fitted caps and dress like Joel Santana. Joel Santana, mm. yes, exactly. Yeah. A lot of uh, velour suits. Yeah. If that is velour, some sort of fi- suede velvet. Velour, no, I, you some know. Some sort of soft jumpsuit, some sweaty sports suit. By the time I started finding that sort of thing in my size, it was kind of out of fashion. Yeah. Which bothered me a little bit. I used to that wear a lot of, me too. I wore a lot of Sean John and Rockaware, as was the way in yeah. the early 2000s out here in Huntington Station. Yeah. Um, Marshalls was good for that. Still good Love for a lot of things. Yeah, Mar- I'm Pelly, you know. Well, I'm bringing that. I'm going to start wearing N1 again. I said that. I think I said this before. Bring an N1 back. And one never left. You just got to go to Walmart, bro. 
Yeah, it's I'm there. A, it's, I guarantee it, man. About to go yeah. down, go just, down like the, uh, the, just like <laughs> men's wear. I'll be like, I'll be like the men's warehouse guy, but it'll be me in like some basketball shorts at Walmart. Like, yeah. you're gonna like, you're gonna enjoy the way it feels. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's nice, co- nice skirting around that copyright. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, really, really feels- gonna enjoy the way these fucking shorts feel. Yeah. You're gonna look at yourself and go, "I like the way I look." See, phrased it extra. Yeah. It's a, it's a phrasing mechanism. You can use copyright in a different context. It's, it's going to be me. Speaking of copyright, did you ever see uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Yes. I'm slowly yeah. fulfilling my life goal of becoming the, the big fat neighbor guy. Hey, Carl? Ju- Carl, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I love I that for you. I love that for you. With my hard-earned money from my day job, because metal could not afford this. <laughs> no death metal. All my death metal bands is combined. Could not afford the adult size inflatable pool that I bought and inflated in the backyard today. Mm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I used a um. Yeah, tell uh, me what kind of yeah would you uh, with a uh, Craftsman air compressor plug-in. Yes, hell yeah. Battery, dude. I'm over batteries. It's got the option for battery. Yeah, it's got the option to plug in the wall. But here, Justin, it's got a car cigarette lighter option. You can bring it anywhere. It's got all three. It's you got can bring the it to threat. the beach and fill up that raft and just go all the way over to England. It's got the three piece. Go all the way over to Scotland. Yeah. All, see and, all, he was, and the only reason you're able to make it to Scotland is really because of that plug. Yeah. That you were able to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. Because yeah. like you, you charge, you, you power the compressor until your battery dies, and then you pump the air into the battery, and it charges the battery. Yeah. Right. But yeah. all, I, these, I all like, these new compressors, they only let... They only give you the battery option, and you're like, wow, would make perfect sense you made a plug-in option. And they're like, nah, it's $400 for a battery. Yeah. I don't know about all that. It was only like 70 bucks for this thing. I was out there with the air compressor trying to do whippets with the air compressor for about a half hour before yeah, I realized that wasn't going to work. Yeah. Just, <laughs> then I said, let me fill up this fucking pool. <laughs> so I throw it in there, and I'm filling up the pool. I get the water all set how I want it. And I think to myself- How do you want it? How do you want it? How do you want the water? I want wet. Warm. It's wet, warm. Let's, whoa, nice. let's not go there. No, but Listen. like a little bit. Like you go to the top. Do you leave like a couple inches? Like from? No, no, no. There's a filling line. There's a line. Right. Okay. There's a yeah. line that you, I don't go. You know, listen. I'm not trying to break any rules with this. Respectful heights. I I'm not trying to break any town of Huntington codes. I filled it up to the line. The water was a little cold. I walked around, and I went to test the the um structural soundness of this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. see what it was all about. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, this is my backyard here, man. If I want, we could do some skinny dipping out here. So tonight, I think after we record this podcast, I'm going to go out there, maybe drinking a few more of these, maybe yeah. not. I'm going to get under the water to the point where it's like just my nose and I'm just breathing, kind of like in... um, Like in, a whale, but like a different, like the whale's got the thing on his, on his, on his head, on his head. Don't body shame me. No, it's not body shame. This isn't, no, this isn't, this is not a body shame. This is anatomy. This is just, they just evolved differently because they could look forward, but we got to look up and it's like, they got to better a little bit if we want to be underwater. Say body shame. This is a marine life. I was going to say. I would not, I'm not, come on. I was going to say, like like the scene in Predator. Where he's hiding from the predator in the mud, but we could also go into <laughs> like the stealthful orca whale, yeah, like an elephant wait, with the thing. With the, yeah, he's got the... <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Dude, it's eighty-five degrees outside still, and it's like like nine in the morning. I'm so gonna be, it's crazy. I'm gonna be in the pool with breathing through a blade of grass, 
at one in the morning tonight waiting for DoorDash to come and bring me tacos into my backyard with a drone, all right? He's... And then the raccoons are probably going to get them anyway. The raccoons are digging up holes, man. I'm burying fucking... I got. I ordered a fucking chug. I ordered a 30-pound jug of, of, of ground-up uh, cayenne pepper. Yeah. And I, I put it in the holes the raccoons dig and mix it in with the dirt. Man, I don't know what the I'm like a I'm like a chef, I'm like some bastard chef landscape. Rat. You're a dirt chef. I don't chef. know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, dude, you're a fucking seed dirt chef. You gotta get That's that it. fox pee or something. Yeah, gourmet lawns. My mother suggested putting the fox pee in there. Yeah, but then you gotta smell fox pee in the well, backyard. It's hot out, bro. What am I gonna be lounging in my pool? It smells like a fucking. Uh, you, you get drunk. Smells like cayenne fox piss out here. It's great. You, yeah, you, w- get, you get so drunk you can't smell. Then you walk out to the pool, and you start you, you start pantomiming and singing your favorite Adramalek songs. Yeah, like, you know, oh, like yeah. like Carl does when he's explaining when he dances only to Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're, you're taking it somewhere else. You're taking it to the next level. It's like an Adramalek breathing exercise yeah. that you're doing. Like yeah, Adramalek isn't really hot weather music though. I would go more with like internal suffering. Yeah, we're gonna go there. Or de- dehumanized is good mm-hmm. summer music if you're in the tri-state area, or even any kind of like city area. Human or the- music. Yeah, it's just like something about listening. Like yesterday, I put on dehumanized. I put on Control Delete. You're putting on dehumanized when it's hot out. Just think about the city when it's hot. It's just there's a vibe there. I like, man. I don't yeah, know. You're man. walking into territory. You're walking into early heavy hole territory about top five bands when it's hot out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's well, do it right now. Like, top of your um, head. Top five bands when it's hot out. Yeah. Um, fuel. Nice. <laughs> that a band? Chevelle. Chevelle. Think about that video no, of them dude, snowboarding. Send the pain below. Yeah, that that um, when they're snowboarding, I feel cool, and I like to feel cool on a hot day. Nice. My top five hot weather bands <laughs> would be Internal Suffering, <laughs> Dehumanized, Excruciating Terror. Excruciating Terror, another good one to listen to on like a hot sunny afternoon when you get off of work. I got the traffic and the train right outside. It's just something about it. I don't know, man. Like, like have a nice cold Corona. I don't. I like it. I enjoy myself. Mm. I enjoy myself with Excruciating Terror. I'm sorry, Pantera. Pantera is whether you like them or not. They're a hot weather band. Pantera's a hot mm-hmm. weather band. They're a hot weather band. They're a they're a warm to a fucking hot weather band. They're a hot boys. They're hot boys. Yeah. Iron Maiden, classic Iron Maiden. Outside, blasting through the speakers, your neighbors can hear it. You're cooking hot dogs, like self-titled, like hot. With the well, with the with the with the New York guy singing. What was yeah, his name? A fucking. <laughs> I just want to say Baldon. Yeah, yeah, Baldon. <laughs> Pre- Tell me about yeah. Where's Rick Habib when you need him? He would rattle that shit off. Yeah, Iron Maiden with the with the with the original singer, the yeah. guy that was from New York. All right, before they replaced he's him still with around the, by the before way. Before they replaced him with the opera guy that flies yeah. planes and whatever. I've right? seen that. I've seen that guy. He's still kicking and he's got his own band going and good for I, him. I hope he's so bitter. I want to. I want to interview him. He looks like Donald Pleasance on Creatine. He looks like Donald Trump on fucking Dude, Paul Paul yeah. Diano. Yeah, that's Paul him. Diano. yeah Paul Diano. I yeah. I want to interview him. I hope he's bitter. Shout out to you, Paul. Let's uh, find out. Yeah. Now, I'm looking forward to a future of being bitter and getting my lawyer to chase royalties as well. But enough mm. about that. Uh, Heavy Hole Podcast. Um, you can still catch us on Patreon. We're doing away with the $10 tier. We're alcoholics. Um, we're unpleasant people. We're, we can't fulfill promises. That's the problem with a lot of my relationships. I promised them that I wasn't really having kids on the side with someone else. It was weird. But... Um, 
Uh, we're going to do the $5 tier from now on, which is the bonus stuff slapped up there, silly for you, whatever we got, the clips, the bonus episodes. I got yeah. a couple of scripts I'm working on. Not prescription on Long Island. That means something different when you say scripts. Um, shout out to Dr. Cooper. What else we got? I don't know. This episode's kind of crazy. It's out there. You're going to have to do a little fudging, I think, on that. It's I'm sorry. pretty nuts. But this is what happens when guests are disrespectful of my time bringing it all back. I love you anyway. Dude, this is what happens when it's hot. This is what happens when it's fucking hot out. I hope that guy had yeah. some sriracha sauce on his fucking dinner right there. Um, Think so, about all the things we didn't talk about that we could have. We covered your projects. We covered upcoming shows. Uh, we talked about metal here and there in between other things. Yeah, dude. We've, uh, we, we, we laid the teaser down for the hot sauce. Yeah. What? I had like three beers and started going on tirades. I don't know what's going on. We have recommendations. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, we already interviewed you on a different episode, so we can't spin that around. I don't. Do we're it. not interesting. I don't do interviews anymore unless they pay me. Yeah. I'm like one of those guys on, uh, like YouTube. We don't have enough to talk about. I don't even listen to music when it's hot outside. Yeah. So I'm done. One. 